64,000 is the median number of words per book. Average person reads about 200 words per minute. Simple math will tell us that is one book in 320 minutes. To accomplish this in seven days, numbers say you would have to read for 45 minutes a day. Don't forget to subscribe. Hit that notification button, like, comment, and share. Enjoy. Hello, and happy day. How does slowing down sound to you today? Would you like to reduce the noise for just a bit? Are you ready to make a choice and decide to listen? My name is Igor S.F. Walker. I am here to remind people to slow down, to reduce the noise, to walk their lives into a natural flow. Welcome back to the Book of the Week series. Every week, as I read another amazing title, I share it with the world. Today, we look at the plant paradox, the hidden dangers in healthy foods that cause disease and weight gain by Dr. Stephen R. Gundry. In this video, we look at a following question. If I am doing everything right, why is this happening to me? We discover that everything you thought you knew about your diet, your health, and your weight is wrong. Disinformation provided to us by one of the world's most successful heart surgeons will dispel myths that are embedded in our culture and introduce concepts that may initially blow your mind. Stick around till the end. I will share with you some tools I do have and use that will help you tremendously in this game of life. Discover a way to find out what actually motivates you. What innate human need is driving all of your decisions and your behavior. I will share some tools to improve your self-awareness, social awareness, self-management, and relationship management. Excess weight, or being significantly underweight, is a serious problem, but perhaps your primary concern is food intolerances and cravings, digestive issues, headaches, brain fog, lack of energy, aching joints, morning stiffness, adult acne, or a host of other conditions you just cannot shake. Possibly you suffer from one or more autoimmune diseases or disorders such as type 1 or type 2 diabetes, metabolic syndrome, or a thyroid or other hormonal condition. Perhaps you have asthma or allergies. You may feel that somehow you are at fault for your poor health or your excess pounds, adding guilt to your heavy load. If it is any comfort, you are not alone. All that is about to change for you. Once you do discover and remove the roadblocks standing in the way of vibrant health and a slim body, your life will change. You probably never heard of lactins. 
which you're definitely familiar with gluten, which is just one lectin among thousands. Lectins are found in almost all plants, as well as some other foods. In fact, lectins are present in the vast majority of foods in the current American diet, including meat, poultry, and fish. Among their other functions, lectins level the playing field in the war between plants and animals. Long before humans walked the earth, plants protected themselves and their offspring from hungry insects by producing toxins, including lectins, in the plant's seeds and in other parts. If a plant can kill or immobilize an insect, it can also silently destroy your health and insidiously impact your weight. The book is titled The Plant Paradox because while many plant foods are good for you and form the bedrock of this eating plan, others that have been regarded as health foods are actually to blame for making you sick and overweight. Another paradox, small portions of some plants are good for you, but large amounts are actually bad for you. You will find out how to repair your damaged gut and feed your gut microbes the food they do need to thrive, including a group of foods called resistant starches, which conveniently also help you feel satiated and shed unwanted pounds and inches. Your blueprint for longevity. The program includes regular modified fasts to give your gut a mini vacation from the hard work of digestion and at the same time it allows the energy producing mitochondria in your brain and in your cells a chance to enjoy a well-deserved rest. While modifying your eating habits is a significant component of the program, it also is recommended other changes, such as eliminating certain over-the-counter drugs and personal care products. You will banish most, if not all, of your health problems, achieve a healthy weight, reboot your energy levels, and elevate your mood. Here's a shocker to start off your re-education. The more fruit Dr. Stephen removed from an individual's diet, the healthier he or she became. And the more his or her cholesterol numbers and markers for kidney function improved. The more he removed vegetables that have lots of seeds, such as cucumber and squash, the better his patients felt. The more weight they lost, and the more their cholesterol levels improved. Oh, and by the way, any so-called vegetable that does have seeds, such as a tomato, cucumber, or squash, and even string beans, is botanically a fruit. Plus, the more shellfish and egg yolks 
the patient ate, the lower their cholesterol numbers. Yes, that is correct. Eating shellfish and egg yolks dramatically reduces total cholesterol. As I said in the introduction, forget everything you thought you knew was true. Every living thing possesses the drive to survive and pass on its genes to future generations. We consider plants our friends because they do feed us. But plants regard all predators, including us, as enemies. However, even enemies have their uses. And not all plants are created equal. Some of the very vegetables and fruit that do sustain us simultaneously contain substances that can harm us. In the deadly game of the predator versus prey, an adult gazelle can often outrun a hungry lion else. An alert sparrow can take flight when stalked by a domestic cat. And a skunk can let loose a spray of nauseous liquid to temporarily blind a fox. The stakes aren't always rigged against the prey. But when the prey is a plant, the poor thing is helpless, right? No way. Plants have actually evolved an awesome array of defensive strategies to protect themselves, or at least their seeds, from animals of all shapes and sizes, including humans. Plants, they use a variety of physical deterrents, such as color, to blend into their surroundings. An unpleasant texture, sticky stuff, such as raisins and saps, to entangle insects. Provide protective cover by making sand or soil clump. Or attract grit that makes them unpleasant to eat. Or a simple reliance on a hard outer coating such as coconut. Or spine tipped levels such as artichokes. Plants are great chemists and alchemists for that matter. They could turn sunbeams into matter. They have evolved to use biological warfare to repel predators, poisoning, paralyzing, and disorienting them, or to do, reduce their own digestive ability to stay alive and protect their seeds, enhancing the chances that their species will endure. Both these physical and chemical defensive strategies are remarkably effective at keeping predators at bay and even sometimes at getting animals to do their bidding. Phytates, often referred to as anti-nutrients, which prevent absorptions of minerals in a diet. Trypsin inhibitors, which keep digestive enzymes from doing their job, interfering with the predator's growth, and lectins, which are designed to disrupt cellular communication by, among other things, causing gaps in the intestinal wall barrier, a condition known as leaky gut. Whole grains actually contain all three of these defensive chemicals.
in the fibrous hull, in the husk, and in the bran. Teaser alert, this is just one reason that the idea of whole grain goodness is a huge misconception. Tenants, which impart a better taste, and the alkaloids found in the stems and leaves of the nightshade family. You may already know that nightshades, which include such culinary favorites as tomatoes, potatoes, eggplants, and peppers, are highly inflammatory. How exactly do lectins help plants defend themselves? Well, lectins in the seeds, grains, skins, rinds, and leaves of the most plants bind to carbohydrates, sugars, and particularly to complex sugars called polysaccharides in the predator's body after it consumes the plant. Like smart bombs, lactins target and attach themselves to sugar molecules, primarily on the surface of the cells of other organisms, particularly fungi, insects, and other animals. They also bind to sialic acid, a sugar molecule found in the gut, in the brain, between nerve endings, in joints, and in all bodily fluids, including the blood vessel lining of all creatures. Lactins are sometimes referred to as sticky proteins because of this binding process, which means they can interrupt messaging between cells or otherwise cause toxic or inflammatory reactions. Not only do we keep eating foods that are designed to hurt us, but we also feed them to animals in the food chain, which suffer similarly from their diet. Left to their own devices, cows would never consume corn or soybeans. Their natural diet is grasses and other forage. But that is exactly what they are fed on industrial farms. The lectins in corn and soy are far more effective than grass in making the cow heavier and giving them a better ratio of fat. Both soy and corn are latent with lactins, foreign to cows, causing them to develop such severe heartburn and pain in swallowing that they actually stop eating. Yes, cows develop heartburn from these lactins just as you do. Now, to keep their beasts eating more of this fattening food, the farmers dose them with calcium carbonate, the active ingredient in thumbs, ensuring the cows continue to eat their unnatural diet of corn and soybeans. It is important to understand that although lactins can be toxic or inflammatory and have the ability to mess with your body's internal messaging system, all animals, including humans, have developed their own defensive systems to render lactins harmless or at least mitigate their effects. A four-pronged defense mechanism protects us from the toxic 
effects of plants, and specifically of lactins, the first line of defense, is the mucus in your nose and your saliva in your mouth, collectively called mucopolysaccharides, meaning many sugars. Guess what those sugars are there for? To trap lactins, remember, lactins like to bind to sugars. The second line of defensive is stomach acid, which in many cases does the job of digesting certain lactin proteins, although not all of them. The third line of defense is the bacteria in your mouth and in your gut, part of your microbiome, which have evolved to efficiently consume lactins before they have the opportunity to interact with the wall of your gut. Now, the longer you have been eating particular plant lactins, the longer you have been producing gut bacteria specifically designed to diffuse them. <coughs> the fourth and the final line of defense is a layer of mucus produced by certain cells throughout your intestines, like the mucus in your nose, mouth, throat, and extending all the way to your anus. This layer of gut mucus acts as a barrier. Taken all together, it is an effective system, nevertheless. The more troops in the form of lactins thrown at these defenses, the more the sugar molecules in the mucus layer are used up, and the more likely lactins are to get through where they want to go, the living cells that line your gut. This is where the rubber meets the road. Of course, you do have another powerful weapon to employ in your battle with lactins. Your brain. Just to reiterate, I'm not anti-vegetable, far from it. And therein lies the paradox. We may be at war with plants, but they, or at least most of them, contain the vitamins, minerals, and a long list of flavonoids, antioxidants, polyphenols, and other micronutrients essential for our microbiome's health, and consequently our health. Currently, we are merely doing the equivalent of bailing water out of a leaky boat. Unless you do fill the holes and stop making new ones, well, the boat and you will continue to sink. You've already met a stealth villain lurking in wheat. Wheat germ agglutinin, WGA. Now, just to be clear, WGA is not associated with gluten. Rather, it is found in brand. This means that white bread contains gluten, but not WGA, while whole wheat bread contains the double whammy, wheat germ agglutenin. is an especially small protein compared with most other lectins, which are relatively large. Number one, it behaves like insulin, disrupted normal endocrine functions by pumping sugars into fat cells, where the sugar soon turns to fat, resulting in weight gain and in development of insulin resistance. Number two, blocks 
sugar from getting into muscle cells, creating still more body fat and starving muscles of nourishment. Number three, it interferes with the digestion of protein. Number four, promotes inflammation by releasing free radicals, which can affect the mucosal lining of the gut. Number five, cross-reacts with other proteins, creating antibodies that can induce autoimmune responses. Now, these antibodies are distinct from those formed by a reaction to gluten. Number six, crosses the blood-brain barrier, taking with it other substances to which it has bonded and causes neurological problems. Number seven, it kills cells without distinguishing between normal and cancerous cells. Number eight, interferes with the replication of DNA. Number nine, causes osteoclerosis, the hardening of arteries, the buildup of plague, which is never mentioned in conventional medicine. Number 10, it enables entry of influenza and other disease-causing viruses into the body from the gut by bonding to the sialic acid in the mucosal lining. And number 11, contributes to the development of nephritis or kidney inflammation. So how do you avoid WGA? Simply steer clear of whole grain bread and other whole grain products. Although whole grains have been considered health foods only for the past few decades. It's worth recalling that a few thousand years ago, once grinding technology made it possible to remove the fibrous parts of wheat and other grains, the privileged classes opted to eat white bread. They relegated whole grains, such as brown rice, brown bread made with whole grains, to peasants. The goal was to refine grains so that they were easier on the gut, as well as to make bread whiter. Of course, the rich didn't know it at the time, but whole grains are considerably higher in lectin content than grains that have been stripped of their fiber, which explains why they were easier on their tummies. Now, the problems we have with our health are actually caused by very small things. This is particularly true of big health problems, once more with feeling very small things, like lectins, can cause huge health problems. Dr. Steve discovered strikingly common patterns in all his female patients. Medical complaints, observing patterns in blood tests, particularly for three glycerides and cholesterol levels that matched people's food choices. These patterns were predictable each and every time and in every person. The patterns followed simple time of the year food availability and predicted whether the body was in a store fat for the upcoming winter during the summer mode or burn fat to survive the winter mode. The choices of food, even the sweetness of the food, communicated with our cells. 
the uh, pattern matching about which season it is. And we responded accordingly, either by gaining weight, summer, or burning calories in the form of fat for energy, winter. Pattern matching is the secret to how every living organism, no matter how small or large, operates. Your immune system uses quite simple scanning systems that look for and match patterns. These scanners are known as TLRs. That stands for toll-like receptors. You can think of them as tiny little radars. They're found in all cell membranes of your body and that of every animal. Every protein, whether it is a virus, lectin, or a cell wall, possesses a unique barcode. The TLRs in your body and your white blood cells of your immune system behave like a Star Wars early warning system looking for patterns that indicate foreign invaders, mainly bacteria and viruses. The TLRs constantly scan and read the molecular fingerprints or barcodes of whatever protein enters your body. Just as a scanner at a checkout counter reads and interprets the UPC barcode on each product you do purchase, identifying it and then determining its price. Now envision another set of receptors which act like a USB port on a computer that literally scan incoming hormones, enzymes, and cytokines for instructions about what those hormones and enzymes want the cell to do. The second set of receptors, known as G-protein-coupled receptors, let's call them G-spotters, serve as docking ports on all cells, similar to those on the space station. When an incoming shuttle wants to unload its cargo and information, its docking mechanism must fit the mechanism on the space station, just like you can only use a charger with a compatible plug to recharge your iPhone. Likewise, only if a hormone or an enzyme fits into the receptor can information be exchanged, because their TLRs and G-spotters were receiving information from input sources that never existed 50 years ago, thanks to a fundamental alteration in the foods people eat and the drugs and personal care product they use and you use, in short, you have been hacked. And as a consequence, this process had devastated the health of Dr. Stevens' patients and almost certainly is responsible for your health problems as well. Your doctor cannot see unless his eyes are open. First of all, there is no way to know that lectins are causing problems if you do not even know what lectins are. Second, even an awareness of lectins doesn't mean you understand the implication of what they do. The major role your microbes play in essential jobs such as digestion, elimination, and gut health is just the tip of the iceberg. Microbes 
are also the main defenders of your health. They constitute a complex ecosystem and are in constant communication with your brain and the rest of your body, sending and receiving messages long before instant messaging came became way for us to communicate via our electronic devices. The, these microbes have been transmitting messages back and forth to control our hormones, our appetite, and our preferred foods, among other functions. You and your microbes coexist in what biologists call a mutual symbiotic relationship. Your existence depends upon them, and their existence depends upon you. The animal kingdom offers many examples of symbiosis. Most of you will be surprised to learn that substances you use every day, eat every day, and drink every day, substances that you have been told are good for you, have been altered such that they can completely change the way your cells communicate with not only other human cells, but also the organisms that make up the other you. And these changes have largely come about within the last 50 years. Could it be that we are just like that frog sitting in a pot of water? What if each of us is being attacked every day, but the assault is virtually imperceptible? Imperceptible, that is, until the water is boiling. Disruptor number one broad-spectrum antibiotics. Disruptor number two, non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs, NSAIDs. Disruptor number three, stomach acid blockers. Disruptor number four, artificial sweeteners. Disruptor number five, endocrine disruptors, also called hormone disruptors. These low-level, low-dose estrogen-like agents are a diverse group encompassing chemicals found in most plastics, scented cosmetics, preservatives, and sunscreens and other products. And disruptor number seven, constant exposure to blue light. Thanks to the combination of hormonal confusion and circadian rhythm confusion caused by these disruptors, and the ongoing release of lectins and LPSs into our bodies, we have unleashed a total shock to our normal operating system. Most successful animal is the one that finds the most calories for the least amount of effort. That is the genetic definition of success, but the corollary that was staring us in the face was this. The most successful animal is the one that stores the most amount of fat from any available calorie. Maybe our ancient ancestors didn't opt for grains, beans, and milk because they could be stored. Suppose if instead it was because they discovered that this trio of foods has the unique ability to literally turbocharge fat storage for any given calorie relative to any other foods. 
Remember, your goal is to eat a life-enhancing diet, not just one that will help you shed excess pounds and keep them off. Rule number one, what you stop eating has far more impact on your health than what you start eating. Rule number two, pay attention to the care and feeding of your gut bugs, and they will handle the care and feeding of you. After all, you are their home. Rule number three, fruit might as well be candy. The corollary to rule number three is this. If it has seeds, it is a fruit. That means that a zucchini, a tomato, a, tomato, a bell pepper, a pickle are all fruits. And when you eat them, they deliver the same chemical message to your genes and your brain as a more obvious fruit, such as an apple does. Store fat for the winter. Rule number four. You are what the thing you are eating ate. And there you have it. The plant paradox, the hidden dangers in healthy foods that cause disease and weight gain. Please do help out. It is easy. Simply like this video so more people can enjoy it. Share it too and spread the word. Leave a comment and do share your thoughts. Subscribe to my channel and stay up to date. And the link to this book is in the description below. Buy it, read, never stop learning, especially learning about yourself and nature. So gift yourself by taking the free human needs test on my website and find out what actually motivates you, what innate human need is driving all of your decisions and your behavior. And if you feel you are ready to improve your self-awareness, social awareness, self-management and relationship management even further, do check out my Master of Life Awareness program. The links are in the description below. Thank you. Love and respect.